people are not going to like me saying this. Three, two, one. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we are still here. Yes. Okay, so should we start with what? our... Oh. Never mind. I think I, I remember it. We could start with the zero to 100. Yeah. Did you like mine? Do you remember what I said this morning? No. No, no, not zero to 100. It's the asshole or not. Is if you are at a restaurant and they bring something wrong or if it's like a modification that's wrong is it bad to say something about it or do you think it's just like you're being an asshole just let it go Ugh, there's so much that depends on it it's okay. like i think there's a there's a range of like how wrong is it i will never forget this one time carly and i went to buffalo wild wings and we would get the same thing mm -hmm. and they came with the order and it wasn't what we ordered it was like a different someone like on different tables kind of no like it was sh like the the waitress didn't like we said a certain we always would get this certain appetizer but there was like two versions of it and so she thought we meant one version so she brought that to where it was the other one that we always got mm. she brought that we didn't say anything we just ate it because if i'm thinking of the thing i'm guessing you're talking about and i'm guessing you got it's like the sampler platter where one is the the nachos i mean think of this meal how good does this sound and like also what the heck how do you sell this like the nachos the you get maybe a couple wings and then the mozzarella sticks and then one wasn't it like pita like bread pita and hummus bread yeah. so you got like the pita bread and hummus yeah one. i think it was it, such well, no, it a was different, different meal yeah and we we both were just like this isn't what we wanted. <laughs> like, we're not saying it either. We just both were like, okay, just start eating it. Me, I will pretty much never say anything. I'll never say, I'll never change it yeah. or say anything. Just because, like, I just don't care. I'll eat anything mm -hmm. that I'm like, eh, whatever. I'll just do this. I think it's, oh, that's a tough one because. There's people that are way too crazy about it where it's like, I said, no lettuce and there's sure. lettuce change this. And it's like, okay, take the lettuce off of it or something. But there's those times where it's like, this isn't at all what I ordered. Right. To where I can kind of understand that. But I don't know. I think you also have to look at like, did you order it wrong? Because even in that scenario, like we didn't specify which one it was. Uh, well, that's so, okay. How I would have handled that situation is I would have been like, it, this totally could have been on us. Did we happen to order it wrong? Because what we meant was the other one. Because then maybe she'd be able to look back at her thing and go, oh, no. Sorry, you guys. Like, I, I messed it up. Just keep those and I'll bring you the new ones out. I just think uh, I just think so far down like, the chain. Like, put it then. on your, like, put the blame on you first. Or like, do we order it wrong? Yeah. But even then, like, I'm like, am I really going to have them go back and re-put it in? And, like, now this food just goes to waste. Well, it's still, you know, eatable. <laughs> well, maybe they wouldn't let you, though. They t you think they'd take it back? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they would. But 
But then it's like now the business is losing money because now you just make extra food. And like restaurants are notorious for having like small margins on food. Like they don't make that much from what they're selling. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, am I really going to be, am I really going to like force them to change it type of thing? I think the one time I would probably say something about it is if they missed something or like say if it's a fast food place and you don't have a whole item then maybe I would say something about it or like oh if I know, was oh missing, I actually got a drink or I you know if I was missing something I would okay yeah like if I ordered I don't know burger and fries or something and just a burger came out I would be like well how random would that but yeah I know but yeah, 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 if I was missing an item, for sure. Honestly, too, like the drink thing, I would maybe say something about the drink. If it was because, wrong? Yeah, because they're also making a shit ton of money off the drinks. That's where they're making all the sure. money. Sure. So, although it depends on the drink. If it's something alcoholic, I would maybe s- switch or ask for the right thing. But if I got, you know coke instead of dr pepper i don't who cares yeah because the drink i feel like i'd probably like majority of the options it would maybe just i have a preference where the food i might actually not like what they brought mm. yeah or see, like that's... so it's not worth what i'm paying for it yeah i there's there's definitely a lot of instances where i get it i think i just wouldn't do it yeah if somebody else would was i was like hey you know all power to you i don't I don't really care. I just, I too, I feel guilty. Sure. I feel way too guilty to like have them switch it and go put another order. And, and then sometimes too, like if they put in the wrong order, they're made to pay for that at some restaurants. The waiter or waitress is made to pay oh, for that mistake. Oh man. I will never say anything then. Just yeah. in so case. That's why I'm like, I screw this. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not switching it. Like food is. F- yeah. I would. Yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to ever say anything. There's then. some hardcore places like that. They were wanting to do that at one of the places that I worked at. Really? Yeah. Man. People were kind of annoyed by it or upset by it. I do like when they do that at certain fast food. Like they'll re-say the order. Oh, yeah. Because then it's kind of like if you didn't listen like, and it's messed up, like I double checked with you. Yeah. Then it's totally on the customer. Right. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I'm not. Yeah, gonna say that one's I'm like, not going to say anything then. I didn't know that. That's a good. That's a good one though because it's. It's so dependent on so many different things. I feel like. Mm-hmm. The situation's so. Uh, it changes. It's delicate. I wonder if that's hard. If it's like this is going into a maybe boring part of the conversation, but, like. Because I'm trying to think, what would it be? What would it be where it's a substitution that would be so make or break? And it's like, if you were allergic to something. Yeah. I mean, if you've but, got, I don't, know. Uh, I don't know, like maybe then just, is it hard to just not order those things? It's like, kind of like, are you putting yourself up for a risk? Like you're allergic. Don't be getting that. And then taking yeah. the risk. Or like you, you just are because you want to be or not want to be, but you're you have certain criterias that you're following for diet that if you're like, I want it every, you know, everything different, I'm going to order this, but like, I can't have this, that, this, that, this, that it's like, 
kind of like you're saying, like uh, you should somewhat expect this to not be what you want it to be. Right. It's like it's probably going to get messed up because of yeah. all the different changes that you you're making and choosing to make. That's like everybody's got. I think the the thing that here's here's where the answer is. The thing that makes you an asshole in this situation is if you're being an asshole in this situation. Like you're coming in with all your corrections and changes and differences. And, and then, then pissed if they mess it up. Right. That's like they. I don't know. It's like you're making their job so much harder than the person that's sitting at a different table. That's just like, yeah, I'll have them number 10. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. It's like I don't have to do anything with it. Yeah. To where you're coming in with all these, you know specifications and stuff but and i think same when you're at saying to take the food back or whatever it's like as long as you're nice about it kind of like what you said of maybe put it on you of like i maybe told you wrong or, or said something wrong but i don't want this yeah <laughs> i wanted something else i think as long as you're not an asshole about it i don't know though like they're usually fine with it sure like if like when i was waitering or bartending and i got something wrong i wasn't like wow what a bunch of pricks it was like sure oh i got this wrong like, you okay, can't just deal with it right right because people are specific about their food or their drinks that i get it and like you said you came here to pay money to have this and now you're not even getting what you want it's like it's not worth paying the money for then and it's not like a, i am paying so give me what i want it's just i don't like spending money so if i want to spend if i'm going to spend the money i at least want it to be yeah what i'm ordering yeah but if they're if the customer's an asshole about it it's like now i'm annoyed well yeah it's like you're mad because they messed it up it's like people make mistakes yeah and it also a lot of time too it's like it's because it's busy yeah so that's definitely when i wouldn't say anything because like they have other stuff to do yeah if i'm one of two people in the restaurant maybe but again it's like you said like what is the issue? I will I will do Is what, it a completely wrong meal? Like they switch tables <laughs> and they messed up the whole thing. Then I might because maybe then you're screwing up multiple people's stuff. Yeah. But I will do whatever I can to not be a burden in that situation. Yeah. Like I, I will make my I will choose my meals and my drinks based on like how busy it is in the restaurant. Oh, interesting. Just like you'll to choose easier so stuff. Like yeah. quick making yeah things yeah like we went to dinner for our work and it was like there's like 20 people here i'm gonna find the simplest drink to order the simplest meal that i can find yeah and like i'm gonna be ready to when they come oh, and ask yeah okay i want this 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 done that's it i'm not gonna do this like can i get you know this big whatever and change all these different things on it and do this and do that and it's like no, I'll do this. Yep, everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. Bring it. Like, I'm not going to make it difficult. Mm-hmm. I tend to do that always anyways. That's just kind of how I order. So I don't... I like everything. I don't really easy. dislike yep. any food. Yep. So or like, it's I'll super deal easy. with it when it comes to me. Yeah. If I don't want if something, I don't like I'll pull something, it yeah. off or move it to the side or whatever. But yeah, I, I'm so... I so don't want to be a burden that I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be the one that's easy to deal with here. Yeah. I'm going to try whatever, try to do whatever I can to be the easiest one. Yeah. But I think the asshole or not part, it's like, are you being an asshole about it? 
Yeah, because the the basic of it is like it's so general or not general. It's so specific to the scenario of like whether it's worth saying something or not. But across the board, if you're just sucky and like entitled about it, yeah, well, it doesn't matter. I don't know what it is. It, you just suck. It also just pays to be like so nonchalant and fine with everything because I think that's. Look, I get it if you like don't like beer or something, but if you order a a Bud Light and they bring you a Miller, it's like, yeah, who cares? Just drink yeah. the freaking thing. And then if you get a second one, order the other one. Sure. It's like, if you're so, it's like your whole like, be cool girl. It's like, it, it's fine. Just be cool. It's yeah. Like, whatever. They brought me the wrong one. It's still a beer and it's yeah. still like a light beer. Yeah. It's not like I asked for a a a Bud Light and they brought me a fucking Guinness like this Which, is a if that light happened beer. I'd be like okay maybe this yeah. is actually what I <laughs> should right, be we're having stepping up tonight yeah <laughs> but it's like it just it pays to be nonchalant and just like cool and relaxed and it's like you're making everything around you so much better because mm-hmm. the person the waiter or waitress or bartender or whoever doesn't have to deal with you I didn't order this give me something else and it's like now you're just you're annoyed you're pissing off the bartender so now they don't want to deal with you and work with you it's like i'm always trying to make the connection of like i'm cool don't worry about me here oh yeah to where like when something else is going on over there or whatever i'm like they can look over and know like they have one customer that's like oh thank god i don't have to deal with you know them being rude or whatever and then they can come over they're usually because you're that way they're usually more attentive to you anyways Mm -hmm. then so it's like when they come over and you're ready for something else, you can easily ask for it and there's no tension or weirdness. It's like, it pays to be the cool, chill one. Yeah. I don't know where it's at, where it seems like, oh, it's always like the the airport when you have something wrong with flight and the front desk people and people are just going up. I, I always yep. want to be the like, it like when they complain about like it taking a long time or whatever, I'm like, it's totally fine. I have nowhere else to be. Yeah. Or like, it's okay or whatever you need to do i'm chill with that yep. like be so not a burden and yep. so calm and chill about it. it's like that's i'm seeking to be the person that brings like i know i'm asking for something but i want you to know like i'm not mm-hmm. mad i'm not mm-hmm. upset if you can help cool if you can't it's fine yep i mean the airport's a great example of just like keep your shit together yeah stay cool calm collected and it's like you're going through you know security and you give them the license you're saying hey how's it going whatever security you're just easy breezy because everybody else in there's freaking out yep. and pissed and why do we even have to do this why do i have to take my shoes off why do i have to pull my laptop out and blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. it's like now i'm gonna be the one that's so easy to deal with and you don't have to worry about at all the whole way that's it's so much it's so much better well and it also just makes your experience better too like oh, yeah. how many people think of just the airport as the stress ball change situation and time crunch and everything it's like just set yourself up as much as you can to it be calm and it's like then it's fine well and it's like i don't care if security takes a long time i don't care if it's like i have nowhere to be but just walk to the gate like who cares if it takes me an hour to get through security it's fine i have time i'm just going to be sitting at the gate anyways like yeah well, and that's usually probably like they're stressed. People are stressed because they didn't they leave didn't enough plan time or yeah. plan or whatever. I think that's 
we weren't really planning on talking about it, but I think it's a, it's something that I've thought more about and try to do more is like, I'm so selfish by nature that I've been trying to not trying to do things for other people, just like make mm. my whole life about do, doing it for the other person. And it make has made things so much better than to be in my own little mm-hmm. world of what do I need all the time, 24 seven. And it's all of these examples of like going to the bar or restaurant, going, you know, through the airport and whatever it's when you're working or trying to do things for other people, you're not so worried about your own crap all the time that it's like, Oh yeah, uh, whatever this beer's wrong. I don't care. It's like, it's still along the same lines, but the people that are so self-obsessed, they can't get over the fact that they didn't get what they wanted and that that's not the beer that I ordered. And I need the beer that I ordered because it's about me. It's like, okay, but this bartender is maybe having a hell of a time tonight. Or even if they're having the best night and the easiest night, now you're going to make it worse. Now you're going to like ruin it for them. Or you're going to, I don't know, like, like you're just going to be the nuisance. And it's the same through the airport. It's like, okay, your flights canceled or delay and everybody else is freaking out. And now all these flight attendants or stewardess have to deal with this. And you're going to be the one that also makes it even worse. Or you can not think about yourself so much and think about the other people in the situation. It's like, how can I make it easier on everybody else? I think it just immediately takes you out of what do I selfishly need all the time that I don't know, like my demeanor or how I conduct myself after that or during that it's so different compared to, well, my flight's delayed. So we need to figure this out so that I can get home and I can do this and, there's just such a different attitude about it mm-hmm. when you're like trying to help other people and make everything cool and relax for everybody else versus what do I need right now? It That has changed so much for me because it's like, it just takes you out of your own crap, right? your own selfishness. Right. Because it's like, that's immediately what you go to is just being selfish and what do I well, need? Uh, that's one thing with the airport. I always wondered why are the, people that are at the desk they're never like apologetic about it it's just yeah sorry your flight got delayed and now you're going to miss your connection and the next connection isn't for another 18 hours after that. it's like and they just have this demeanor of yeah i don't know it's just what it is but being in those scenarios myself and you know people are going to be so upset you almost need to be so just matter of fact about it because I think if then you put your emotions into it, then that's just more room for people to blame you or like, yeah, you did mess up. Like you should say you're sorry and you should be apologetic about this crap situation. But it's like they're just relaying orders too. Yeah, they didn't cancel it. Yeah. Like that's they like, didn't screw it, all this stuff up. You just kind of have to be stern. With like this is what it is. It's like uh, Moneyball when he's teaching him how to cut players. That's like, you just have to be very matter of fact and direct. And this is what it is. This is what's going to happen. And like that, this is it. That's like, they just want you to be direct. Sure. And they want you to be not, not beat around the bush kind of thing. Yeah. I think it's okay to be like, yeah, I'm sorry. Your flight got canceled. This is what I can do for you. Sure. It's like, I think we, we kind of make up or fantasize a lot of the 
oh, they're trying to screw us over. Like the waiter or waitress is going to spit in our food or the flight, the flight person is like not helping me, even though there's seats available on the next one, but they're going to screw me over for some reason. That's like, no, they're probably doing exactly what they have the ability mm-hmm. to do. And it just doesn't work in your favor today. Yeah. To where we want to make up like they're screwing me over. I, I guarantee they are like now you're just making shit up now. Yeah. But I just like, I think social media has done this a lot of there's a through line of like, think about yourself. Just be think like, think about yourself and handle yourself and figure out what you need and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know, as much as there's so many different negative things about social media and you can just bitch about it all day long. But I think that like through line through it has made everybody kind of selfish that it's like nobody thinks about the other person anymore it's just like what what is my starbucks order and if it gets messed up like i'm gonna throw a fit and i'm gonna send it back and make it different change it to where it's like okay they screwed it up a little bit it's like it's one day well and people are just i think the impatience doesn't help like everything is a little bit faster pace now in life like we get things quicker things you know information is coming to us faster that then it's simple day-to-day life that hasn't changed where you still have to wait in line or you still have to like yeah you gotta wait in security you have to wait for your starbucks or you have to wait like anything where it's not immediately getting you what you need and what you're wanting in that moment yeah it's just like oh such a burden on me well, and I think that's another like negative that therapy has brought on is it's like you're making it s- everything about you so much. Yeah. It's like not everything is about you. And maybe that's yeah. part of the problem is you're thinking too much about yourself. You got to think about other people and like get outside of yourself a little mm-hmm. bit. You're mm-hmm. only up in here all the time that like you're not like, yeah, that's depressing and anxious and weird because you're constantly analyzing your yourself and your thoughts and what do you need and what mm-hmm. do you want right now that it's like i don't know i think that's where it was like the whole thing of everybody should have kids kind of thing you hear that uh, that like um it seems like that's common amongst people who have kids where they're like i don't have time to think about myself but that's honestly a good thing because mm-hmm. i have to take care of somebody else and it's making me a better person it's making me see the world differently because i have to protect this person take care of them make sure they're healthy make sure they learn the right things and it's like yeah because you're not thinking about yourself finally yeah so then you're also not thinking about ways to benefit you ways to like soak in your sorrows and what's wrong with me and why everything happening to me it is almost like you're purposely distracting yourself but it's for a positive thing yeah well, and I think you, there's a healthy amount to think about yourself and there's a healthy amount to think about other people. And I think everybody nowadays claims of how empathetic and sympathetic and how they just only think about other people all the time. It's like, no, you're full of it. Usually those people that are saying that only think about themselves. It's just like Or in some weird wraparound way, they're thinking about others, but it's just so that that happens to benefit them. Right. <laughs> Right. It's just selfishly for them still. That's like, no, you're not genuinely doing 
or thinking about other people for just their benefit or their, I don't know, just to help them kind of thing. You're thinking about yourself and how can you get what you want and whatever. And like you said, in some weird roundabout way is usually how it happens. Mm -hmm. It's not very direct, but people want to play that card all the time now. Like, oh, I'm just a really empathetic person or I'm, I'm, um, codependent. Oh yeah. And I just like need to help other people because that like, that's just who I am. It's like, yeah. no, you don't. <laughs> You're selfish as shit. Well, literally, I mean like the root of codependency is selfishness. It's like, yeah. I just, I, I can't handle being, that's how you see me. I can't handle being in a room and I can just like tell everybody like who is upset. So like, I need them to feel okay. It's like, you need them to feel okay because you want to stop worrying about them. Yeah. So it's, like, so it's off of your mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just like a, um, almost like a one-sided transaction where it's like, you don't get anything out of it. You get something out of that per helping that person or them being okay, because then it puts you at ease. Right. It's like, it's just to make not... my world more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That now, yeah, you're just, you're just as selfish as the person that's, I don't know doing just whatever. openly selfish of like Open i don't care whether they are right. fine or not <laughs> yeah i don't pay i don't notice that they were upset at all yeah there's a healthy amount of both and i think we, there's a a trickery of going on now of just that like i'm codependent or i'm super empathetic and i just care about i just care too much you know that whole yeah. thing and it's like you just have a weird like manipulative way of figuring out what your where your selfishness is mm -hmm. in a weird way and then being able to present that to other people like you're so nice and so helpful and it's like no you're selfish you're more selfish than the person that is openly selfish because you're being like manipulative and i don't know like tr you're using all this trickery to get what you want mm -hmm. i think it's it, it's that mm -hmm. thing that i feel like we we talk about frequently of if you're like so one way and claim to be, or you're like so in on this one thing, that's like usually a huge blind spot that you have. And it's also like, it's like a sign of like something weird is going on. Like if you think there's only one way to do this thing and it has to be done this way and whatever, it's like, there's something weird going on. There's something weird emotional mm -hmm. or like, I don't know. Like there's a, there's a blind spot there. Nobody should like be that hardcore. It's like, you know, the politi political stuff. It's like hardcore liberal, hardcore Republican. It's like, really? You can't see the other side at all? Right. Like there's something weird going on. Right. Or like well, I'm hardcore, <laughs> you know, keto diet. There's nothing, nothing will convince me that anything's better than that. Or vegan or carnivore or whatever. It's like, really? You know, there's no like... Well, this part's a part about it's good. Yeah. It's like, you're just not being open to other things. Well, and that's a quote that I wanted to bring up and talk about of like making those, those words, your identity. Like, I don't even like saying I'm codependent anymore. Cause that's just like, a, oh, so that's all I am. Like I, I have codependency, codependent tendencies sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it also could are. just be, sometimes I just like caring about people. Sometimes it isn't manipulative. Sometimes I don't care at all. 
and I'll just be like, okay, they're being weird right now, but it's not my job to fix them. They're not my priority. Like who is my priority in this room and are they okay? And is there something that I can do to help them? Also, I'm included in that. <laughs> like, and it's just, what can I do to make myself feel better? And that's not, has anything to do with anyone else changing or adjusting at all. Well, and I think that's, that's everybody. So it's like, we, we are sometimes selfish. We're sometimes codependent. Yeah. We're sometimes nice. We're sometimes mean. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go down the line. It's like, we're all, all of the things. Yeah. We're not, we're not strictly one thing all the time. And it's just, we might have a tendency in this certain area that, yeah, we're at a group gathering and somebody is upset and I can't manage unless everybody's having a good time. It's like, yeah, that's a, probably a, some form of codependency that comes up. And it's not that you should go try to get them to be happy. It's probably something that you should be working on to, <laughs> to, to not be, able, be like that. <laughs> yeah. To be able to deal with like, Oh, people are going to be unhappy sometimes or not mm-hmm. have the best time. It's like, mm-hmm. that, that's well, okay. Cause another way of why that's selfish is you're just running away from fixing you. You're constantly looking for other people to make better and to fix and to help yeah. because you're not wanting to deal with your shit. Yeah. It's like really, you have a problem. Yeah. You can't handle other people being upset ever. Well, it's, it could so be, it could be anything. Right. It could be, I'm not good in social situa- situations. I feel uncomfortable or I don't like when these things are talked about. So now I'm just going to hyper-focus on the person that's also weird and just try to focus on helping them because I don't want to just make myself feel comfortable or normal or gain tools to handle this situation better. And, you know, you know people will n- manipulate that situation or they'll run away from it and not deal with what's, mm-hmm. what their issue of it is. Yeah like i'm codependent and somebody's not happy i need them to be happy in order for me to like it be okay in this room and then once that happens it's like now okay so say that person is having a good time now now it's just you and you're maybe not having a good time because you're not fixing other people Mm -hmm. in the room that it's like now you have to deal with that yeah but people will like "Ah, i'm not gonna deal with that i'm gonna you know I'm going to start talking shit about somebody that way somebody gets upset or I'm going to, you know, go run away into a different room and hide and be alone just because I can't handle. Yeah. Like people having a good time. Weird. People are weird. It's like we all have our weird tendencies and things that we do. And we, a lot of time we don't even know we're doing it either. It's like, even like that situation, like, Oh, somebody's upset. Like, I want to go help them not be upset. And you don't even realize like, oh, this is some weird thing that I have. Yeah. You just think like, oh, I'm just so nice. And I just care so much about people. And that's why I just want to go help. It's like, no, you got some weird fucking thing going on. Like, you're not this angel that everybody or that you feel like you are. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I think that's the thing, too. Like, you have to be able to do those things without the emotional or like without getting a currency from it. If you can go help that person and if you can go into that, helping that person and not get anything out of it, I think you're probably coming from a healthy place. But if you have to go do it in order to get something out of it, like, okay, everything's feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel better now that there it's like, you should be able to feel better without them needing to be happy or good. It's like, if you're going into it trying to get something out of it too, or you need something out of it, 
that can kind of show you that there's some weird thing going on here. You can't get a currency from it. You have to do it just because you actually care about that person and want to help that person or whatever the situation is. Is that so? I mean, I guess it's interesting to me because I do that only with adults, but with kids, like it is very genuine. Like I do just want them to feel better. Yeah. It's not like, oh, you're annoying because you're crying. Like that doesn't clock to me at all. But if it was an adult, like this is uncomfortable, this is weird, or I want you to feel better and that I would just spiral with it. I don't, not really anymore, but like, I guess that's been more so my, yeah. What I was like my whole life where with kids, it's not that like, I wonder what changes in my brain. Maybe it's because you don't feel like you can get anything out of the kids. I I don't know. I I think a good example is. Adults just make it so fishy to me. Like kids are more genuine in what they're upset about. It seems like Yeah. to our adults, like, why did you just snap like that? Yeah. That's weird. What's, what is that? What just happened? Or why are you, why are you talking like that? Why are you getting weird about that topic? Like that's to our kids are just like, I'm pissed at this and I'm going to cry. I didn't get a turn. Well, and what, what about like, is it because the kids have the innocence and adults don't it's almost like the adults should know better the kids aren't old enough to know better i don't know i don't think it's the i know i don't think it's the the knowing better i think kids are just not lying about why they're upset to where adults seem like they lie a lot and even lying to themselves about why they're upset well and i think a lot of times they don't even know sure which is also just another layer of difficulty with that well, and but, mm-hmm. but that's the thing is like going into that situation of trying to help somebody, then it's like you have to be totally fine with walking away and this didn't get any better. And that you're going to be able to be okay mm-hmm. after that. Yeah. As the person trying to help. Yeah. I think of it like the, I think a good example is the like Christmas gifts, giving gifts. It's like a lot of people I feel like are able to give gifts without expecting anything in return. And they're totally fine with that. Yeah. It's like that's how it should be always when you're trying to help people or I don't do like doing anything basically is you're never expecting anything in return and you don't need anything in return. Like the currency of it is you being able to help and maybe they don't even like the gift. Maybe they don't like the help. Maybe they don't like the advice. Right. Maybe they don't want to talk or whatever it is and being able to be okay with that. Like you going and giving a gift and them going like, I'd actually don't want this. That's what I, that is what I would really struggle with. And I don't necessarily want, not saying I don't want to cut off this conversation, but I do feel like I have a laundry list of things I just want to get to. But that is where I still struggle with the most. I don't think I have the codependency stuff as much. I don't think that's my like go-to, uh, like action that's not my go-to action but if people are coming to me with a problem or complaining about something I have a problem if they don't take the advice take the advice or like just come to me to talk about it I don't do well with that yet yeah it's like I do want them to take what I say otherwise like why are you coming to me to talk about it yeah I think most people are like that. You think so? I'm definitely like that. I think that's the 
Because I assume it's like, if you're coming to me, you probably know what I'm going to tell you. Yeah, probably. I mean, it well, it depends on how much they know you. If they typically know sure, how true. you communicate or what your advice has been in the past or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, I mean, I think... I think you're right though. Like they typically, they would typically know what you're going to say or along the lines of it that that's where I'm like, you gotta have perspective. It's like, how much do we do that of, we complain about certain problems that we have, but then we don't do the things that we really need to do about it. It's like, everybody's doing that all the time. And now it's just, you're on the receiving end of it of somebody's coming to you for advice or help or whatever. It's like yeah well and maybe that's that's where i need to read between the lines more well i don't know maybe i don't, I don't like know. like because i guess what i'm saying what how we what we've talked about a lot with conversations and like our conversations or when it can be hard with talking with people is you might not always be communicating for the same outcome or the same goal or you're not trying to achieve the same thing. So maybe it's I'm seeing they're bringing up a topic that they're struggling with. I just clock that as they're probably wanting advice on it. It's not like someone saying, I love your advice on this blank. Yeah, they're just they just start a conversation and they're talking about it. And you're kind of assuming that they are wanting your thoughts on it and yeah. what to do about it. I think, I mean, I think that's just conversation is people are, that's probably why they are bringing it up. I think your assumption's right, but that's something I, I've tried to do is like, like answering what they're asking you, not making your own assumptions about what they need and what you think they should do and this and that and whatever. Or it's like, you're talking about this, but it's actually about this. It's like, mm. that's you having a huge fucking ego. Thinking sure. That you know what somebody else needs to where it's like, they're asking you about, you know, what, what diet do you think I should do? And you're like, actually, it's not about the diet. We need to talk about your mental health. It's like, no, you're being a yeah. egomaniac. Like they asked you about diet because they think that you, know what you're talking about with diet. They maybe don't think you know anything about mental health. So why would you answer that? Sure. Why, they, they, no wonder they're not taking your advice. You're not answering their question. That's like, yeah. I've tried to be very deliberate about, okay, you're asking me about this. I'm going to give you what I think about that. Not, Ooh, not that's this, hard like, for me. well, I'm seeing into your core. I'm going to tell you what you really need. I don't, like that's not what they're asking like that that to me is like mm, it's kind of like you're not honoring what they're asking of you sure so now i'm not even helping you sure yeah i guess i would take that question because that is a question that i would get a lot it would be hard for me to not ask them back like why are you asking this like what is what's your kind of like diet for what what do you want with this and then if like, I want to, uh, the, uh, what everybody does, I want to lose weight. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't, that's, but that is just what I should do. Like, 
this is what I would this is what I would do if you're just talking about food. Yeah. I yeah. would want to go into like the whole array of things. Cause like you want to lose weight. I know that is that you just said that's what you want out of this. So I'm maybe jumping to you just want to lose weight. So I want to go, which I would suggest diet, but yeah, you want to give them. I would want to be like, but this is what you could maybe start with to get to your goal quicker or better. Like I feel like I'm not giving you the information that I know. I think that's where you answer what they're asking you, and then you can give more. Mm, But too many, too many times. You know, it's like what I said, they're asking a question and and people are like, well, it's actually not about that. And they go to a different arena and it's like, well, that's not what they asked you. I think as long as you're giving them what they want in a way, like you're asking about diet or what to what should I do to lose weight as far as food? I'm going to give you the answers to that. And then I might go like, and also what's your activity like? Because that's also going to help you lose weight. Sure. So then we can talk about activity if you want, but they're like, Oh, I've already like, I'm doing this, that, whatever. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah. So I don't think it's like, like you said, you feel like there's so many more things to talk about of how to like lose weight with that example that it's like, you would feel like you're having a disservice of not giving them the full information. Sure. To where I totally get and I think you can do that, but you also have to answer their initial question. Sure. Okay. Because it's like they're coming to you because they think you know about this. Mm-hmm. And then you're not even answering that question. Sure. It's like that. Like you're a, a like diet and exercise person. And they're like, what should I do? Give me a diet and exercise program. And you're like we need to start with three months of therapy first. <laughs> it's like, that's not what they wanted from you. Right. They maybe already have a therapist. Yeah. Or they already are doing stuff for that. They're asking somebody else who they think knows more about. Yeah. That. It's like, they don't think that that's your field. So answer the question that they are presenting to you. Not like, you know, making up. It's not like, like telling them what they need. It's like, that's not what they're asking of you. Mm-hmm. They didn't come up to you and go like, what do you think I need to do with my life? Give me the full spectrum. Yeah. Could you imagine if someone came up and asked you that? I would have a heyday. I would too. I'd be like, okay, cool. I think so deeply. I think that's what everybody wants. People's lives around me. Or like really close people. That's like. This is because I know when I've gotten that advice, like say from you, it's always been so helpful because you just, you see just in black and white. You don't see it with my emotions and my preferences and my fears all globbed into it. Like you just see it as for what it is that I think I, it's easy to do that for others, obviously. I think that's just a fun question to ask. Like in general, like, uh, I think as but long as yeah, as long oh as you gosh. cannot as long as you cannot have a huge ego about it and not yeah. take things personally, uh, I think that's it, where I don't think I could do it with. Many I think people. that would be fun to be like, okay, if you were me, what would you do? 
Like, how would you, if you woke up in my body, Freaky Friday, how would you, like, what would you do? I don't know if I could ask that of a lot of people. I just think it's a fun. I think I would get my feelings hurt. Why? It's just a fun experiment. I know, but I would, I think I would only ask people that are close to me because then they would know my life a little bit in more in depth that if they gave me like switch things up, that's like, I think I'm crushing it or I actually like about my life. And they're like, I'm giving you something else because this isn't actually wrong in their opinion. I think that would hurt my feelings thinking that they know that or that they think that that's incorrect. If they would like come in, like what I would do, I think for some people where it's like, I would scratch most of your life and start over. <laughs> well, so it's that's like, probably, if someone did that to me, I'm like, why you'd be fearful uh, of it. Exactly. Because I'm like, I know what I would give. I know what I would say. Yeah. So it's like, oh, if someone did that to me and maybe they think they're doing a good job. I think another thing that a good would job, be, but what's, you know, the best that they can do. Yeah, I don't think I'd be worried about it. I think another thing that would be interesting is to ask people like, what do you think like I am the worst at? What do you think I'm the best at? Yeah. And that'd be interesting to hear from multiple people Mm -hmm. because if there's similar things, you're like, oh, everybody sees the negative well it's like everybody sees the same negative right they're like well you know i just don't think you do this very well yeah and it's like three people say that you're (laughs) like oh shit okay interesting yeah again you'd have to like totally put your ego away and now that i think i could handle better because that maybe seems more tangible i would think you'd be able to handle that worse Cause that is so personal. Cause to me, like the, if you woke up, you know, as me, what would you do? It's like, that's almost like their brain inside of you. Oh, I would take that as this is how I would change your life. Yeah. 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 So if they change a lot of my life because it's like, they think they could do it better. Yeah. Well, that's everybody. That's why we judge. I know. I just, I don't want to hear what other people think they would do in my life better because then that means I'm not doing the best it could be potentially. But they also would, could just not know, but, but it would, you would be fine with people being like, you're not very good at this. Yeah. Like, because this is something that you're not good at that I would try to get better at. That seems easier to me to fix Really. versus if someone was just like, this is the list of things in your life that I think you're not doing well at. You're not succeeding at. You could be doing better or like you already messed up here. Like if someone was like, I think you should have had kids four years ago. I would have had kids four years ago. I would have gotten married earlier. I would have chosen this job. I would have never left. I would have blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's all stuff I cannot change. (laughs) Like I can't go back and do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's also why I don't think that if someone asked me that question, I would do it. Like, I don't think I would say my answer. 
well and that's the that's what's hard is like having the trust between each other of like that like i can say this and you're not going to get offended and that person is like also has the trust and like they're not going to try to hurt my feelings they're going to give an honest answer and like i'm gonna not be offended by it that's a lot of trust you have to have in each other yeah and i don't think i have that in anyone but maybe you that i would feel comfortable doing that and saying that maybe me yeah why not just me why maybe Mm. Actually, I think I could do it with you because, and this is going to sound bad, it's not... Because I don't care about what you think. (laughs) Well, kind of. Like, I think if I said something like that, where it's like, I wouldn't have made that decision in this moment. I wouldn't have done that path, or I wouldn't have blah, 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 and gone back into what you did before to create the life that you have. I think you... I think you think very highly of me, but I think you also think very like, who cares what she says? I think very highly of you and very lowly of you all at the same time. Yeah. That I don't think it would be like, well, you just be like, that's wrong. No, I wouldn't do that. I think some other people would be be like, wow, someone else or someone thinks that about my life. That's. Isn't that funny? The person that you're closest with, you kind of start to not care what they think so much. Maybe that's not a shared feeling so no i guess i don't understand that i think it's just like you're not worried about well it's like i do but i don't at the same time it's like for very little small things it's like yeah whatever to where i feel like with people that you're not as close with you care so much about what they think even in the very small things next topic i would say no i don't i don't feel that i don't agree with that oh yeah, I w- I'm not like that. Like, I care a lot about what you think. I do. I care about what you think in a lot of things, too. But, like, there's people that are like, we can't be together if we don't like the same, you know, drinks or something. Sure. I guess if it, if it's about me, I care. If it's just like we have different preferences, okay, that's fine. But But it's like with other people, I would feel uncomfortable going like yeah i actually don't like that i actually don't like that movie sure or i don't like that show it's like shit they're not gonna like me now because i don't like the same shit they do tour with you i'm like that's a dumb fucking movie because i'm not worried about what you think of me because i th- think i already have an idea of what it is and i have mm-hmm. the trust that like just because i don't like the same movie you do you're not gonna now not like me I think we care about the really little things. Got when it. We, when got we it. Don't got have it. as good of a relationship, and that can like affect things more. To where, when you're together seven years, and you want to watch the Barbie movie, and I'm like, "You're an idiot. Don't watch that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching it with you." You're not like, "Wow, we need to break up because you won't watch <laughs> the Barbie movie with me." Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay, so like that scenario, if you were like any girl that would like to watch the Barbie movie is stupid or immature or too girly for me or whatever, 
I would then never say stuff like that again. <laughs> Just at the chance of you, like, oh, he thinks that way of me. Like, I'm definitely not going to be that way anymore. I'm going to hide oh, that. Or if you, like, hated weird. people with blonde hair, I would never dye my hair blonde. I hate people with blue eyes. Well, Change you it. hate yourself. Then. Change it. <laughs> Change your eyes. If I didn't care about putting stuff in my eyes or paying for it, I would get color contacts then. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> where <laughs> uh, so I'm like, you're so lucky to have me. You'd be a freaking clown show walking around if it wasn't for me. Agree or disagree? It would just be whatever, whoever I was with, whatever they wanted me to look like. That's what I would look like. Oh my God. So weak. <laughs> <laughs> and still codependent. <laughs> I just do whatever they want me to do. Oh, that's funny. What was your laundry list of things you want to talk about as we have four minutes left? <sighs> No, we can't even do it. Yeah, we can. It just doesn't make any sense, but okay. Um, so rapid fire. No, th like that's why I will not do it because these are oh. not rapid fire conversations. Well, to you. Right, I want to dive into them. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Now what? Hey, now what? <laughs> no, we have time. Okay. Um, one of the quotes that I wanted, or just the one quote. Oh, this radio doesn't touch us. Chaos lady. Um. You shouldn't say stuff like that. She might watch this. Well, lady, you walk crazy. She may be part of our fourteen views. So. <laughs> no she would not like our conversation <laughs> my don't know anything about this lady but just by the way that she walks and talks on the phone and what her and her whatever is talking about no she does Isn't not like this podcast create a whole story about people and you would never even you have no idea who they are everybody does it yeah i just i hear the conversations that she has when she's on the phone just when she walks by and it's like i know I don't know. Like, I get some people have different relationships with other people, but yeah, look at I, us. I, I could, mean, I would people... never talk like that, oh. or like I know people that talk like that, and that's how many people listen to us and think we're crazy. Sure, yeah, probably everybody. Yeah. Um, I just don't like the dog that she chose. I don't even pay attention to the dog. I make a whole story about you're this type of person because you chose that type of dog. Sure. Yeah. It who, does track. Who chose? Who chooses that type of dog? It does track. <laughs> <laughs> that does track with that kind of person that I'm creating in my head. <laughs> they would have that dog. They would have. They would totally have that dog, and they would also drive that car. They would drive in the manner that they yeah. drive. Yeah. People do that to us. Yeah. Got to remember that perspective. They're like, they probably, they probably walk barefoot on the beach too. Yep. You do. I do. I mean, tracks. <laughs> tracks. <laughs> they probably think grounding is real. The only time that someone has been really aware, I'm like, 
wow, that's so crazy that that was your perception of me earlier on was Alyssa when I first started assisting with Dupre. I like one of the weekends had wore like a leather jacket. And so she just, she like thought I was this like hardcore badass. Oh my God. Literally the opposite. And she, she didn't, she didn't tell me until like years later. She's like, I remember when I first met you, like, I thought you were just this like punk girl. Oh my God. And she's like, I was so wrong. Yeah. You could be farther <laughs> from that. Just cause you saw you in a leather jacket. That's hilarious. Yeah. She just thought I was kind of this like cool girl. Punk rock. Tough. And I'm like, no. You have been on a motorcycle. Yeah, but I was not cool about it. That's where I can't wait till we have the the wherewithal to like put pictures up. Because I just want you to put that picture up with you, the helmet <laughs> on the motorcycle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious. Like you've yeah, been on I'm a motorcycle that and then that picture pops up. <laughs> I'm that person with the pink helmet. <laughs> um. Okay, let's just... Do- <sighs> I hate this. Why? I'm telling you, we could do what you want to do. Want to do a whole nother hour? I don't think so. So I'm just trying to think, what is our one thing that I could bring up onto the list? Okay, this could kind of go with what we've been talking about. I want to talk about how I think... And my belief on this, there's, I don't know if there's for sure strong studies with it. I'm sure there is, but about how your looks could impact like your success in life, whether that's with job or relationships or your, um, influence on the things and people around you based off of how you look and your physical ability physical fitness that i think that's definitely true i think it can get you in the door but it's put up or shut up after that it's the talent that shows through after that like you can't you can't be all looks and no talent no work ethic or whatever Uh, sure 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 that i think it can get you in the door but it's like i mean ed sheeran is an incredible musician, but his looks didn't get him into the door. And but if you like, had look, two people that have equal talents and equal credibility, but one person is in shape and one person is not, I would bet the person in shape sticks. Yeah. I mean, it also depends on what the, I don't know if I agree with this because it depends on so much. It also depends on, what is the thing we're talking about? Like, what what job are they going for? And in today's day and age, there's such a, like, we need to fill certain quota of what the person looks sure. like and who they are and, you know, the inclusivity type of thing. Yeah. Like, people are so much more worried about filling a stat sheet of we've got this many, you know, Asians, this many women, this many whatever that like looks kind of is becoming not the thing anymore yes i do agree with that that to me is not based off of your instinct of hiring that's based off of your needing to fill a quota so you're not going to necessarily even look 
maybe at the applicants like you're just choosing people because of the superficial stuff or what you need to do yeah but i don't know i definitely think your charisma and all of that also plays into it and your your level of personability i think makes a difference but i don't know i think of my job i think if i like i think if i was a dance teacher and i was overweight or maybe not traditionally good looking or whatever i simply don't think the kids would listen to me as much yeah that's interesting i don't simply because even something simple in their brain of like well, it's also just being presentable too. Like if you're coming in not presentable, then yeah. If you're coming in chaotic, not presentable, like you're maybe not. I don't. I don't know though. Kids so don't think about that stuff. I don't know if they think about it or if their brain just calculates it that way. Like there's nothing weird going on there. So it's like it's easy I, to look at and pay attention. The further we get or, into this, or it's the like, more I don't think that this is like a thing. Or it's like the like why are they so intrigued by princesses? Say girls, like what is it about that that's like the intrigue of it? Well, because the it's intrigue. a cool it's a like There's no way you're talking about the storyline. It's a fantastical story. I I'm yeah, you're But you you're think it's about think that this You is think not it's about the all. story and not just because they're pretty princesses? Well, I think that and there's, they, I think that there's something, I think it's a lot of the things, but I think when you go to the dance teacher example, I don't think they even clock that or think about that hmm. because it's like, I they're not, the parents do, they're not growing up in it. Well, maybe the parents do. Yeah. But the kids probably not. Hmm. I think it, I think it's I think kids are the wrong group to look at. I don't think kids care or kids even know. They're growing like that's so not on their mind of that sort I of stuff. I think kids do recognize if you are like Well, it also depends on what age we're talking. I would say like the younger age group, like the Bef- the the ages that would like be interested in princesses. Yeah, okay. Because I think if you're talking about like <coughs> you start to get to middle middle school, high school, I think it matters. I think for sure it matters. Because I then have, your attractiveness plays into whether you're cool or not. Well, kind of, but it's like, I mean, I I would have those conversations with friends of stuff. Like, our coach can't even do this. Sure. So, like, do we respect them or not respect right. them or whatever? That, like... Like, why are you going to run our workouts when you look like that? Right. How, yeah. how can we, how what's can your we credibility trust that? Then? Yeah. What's your credibility? Like, you don't show that. But that's also, again, very specific to being in shape or not in shape mm-hmm. type of thing. And I think the the looks thing might be more of a, a thing that women look at anyways. It's like, I'm not going like, wow, our coach is really attractive. That makes me want to work harder. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Never been any boy sure. ever unless they're gay. Sure. Yeah. So, like women are maybe more thinking that of oh this is an attractive dance teacher 
I want to work harder to impress her now. To where it's like our coaches, it's like, oh, he's in shape. I want like, and he, this, he's giving us the workouts. So this must be what he kind of does. Like you start to draw those comparisons to where it's like, yeah, we're not going like, I'm not coming from the, like, they're going to, like, they're going to work harder for those people or like those coaches or those teachers or those bosses. But I think there's a, a different respect level. Like, or like you said, like, you look like that. Why am I going to listen to you? Or she's pretty. So at a certain age, I like I think, her more. Yeah. She's, she's probably a better teacher or she's. Well, yeah. Yeah. There, there might, yeah, there might be truth there. I, yeah. I don't know. Or is it just distracting now? I don't know. I mean, how many people are like, whoa, you're so, <laughs> I think just like very baseline of. You're somewhat fit. You're somewhat presentable. You look like you put yourself together. I think. See, I think there's a certain amount that you should be, but then I think it's, it, it doesn't matter. You can't show up to a job interview with holes in your shirts and not showered and hair is all jacked up and didn't brush your teeth or whatever. And then be like, why am I not getting any jobs? Yeah. Well, because you're not groomed and they want to know that you can do the basic thing of grooming and being presentable. But I don't think you have to be, I don't think your chances of getting the job if you're, you know, six pack abs, perfect haircut you know, face is clear, no acne. I don't think your, your, your chances of getting the job increases now. And I think in some Mm -hmm. cases, if you're doing, if you do so much of that, you become more of a liability now because you're, you, you care too much about yourself. It's like, Mm -hmm. if I'm hiring people to be a waiter or waitress, it's like, yeah, I probably want somebody that's maybe generally attractive or can groom themselves but I'm not going to hire the guy that's coming in with like, you know, 10 gallons of cologne on and perfect haircut and whatever. It's like, you have to have all of the stuff. Sure. How are you in the interview? How are you like, did you groom? Are you interviewing? Well, do you have experience? Like there's so many other things that it's not just how you look. Oh, sure. I know it's not just how you look. My my debate or question is like, is it beneficial? Or do you think it plays a role in people's brains, whether they respect you more or not? Or might listen to you more or think your opinion is more no. correct or whatever? Honestly, no. Because, like, when I was training people I got so much of the, well, you're young, you don't understand, or you don't understand because you're not, like, you're not dealing with the issues that I'm dealing with. Oh. Now, would they go hire somebody that's is overweight, overweight, and a personal trainer? No, because that that yeah. doesn't work. Just like whatever work. way they can find an excuse, honestly, in yeah. that situation. But I don't think they respected me more because I was in shape. Hmm. 
and then you take that to i mean the job the 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 type of job definitely plays a role in whether this matters or not it's like if you're going to be in some sort of like service type job like personal training like you know restaurant like i don't know anything hotel freaking mm-hmm. check-in receptionist person it's like i think they may be I think you maybe clock like okay, this person can gr- like has put in effort to look presentable. Yeah. Um, so that is a like easy box to check, but then you have to have all the other stuff after it. I don't think it like makes you immediately hire that person or respect them more. I think it's like the bare minimum. That's what I think it is. It's the bare minimum. Can you look presentable and be presentable? Yeah. Okay, cool. We're not hiring somebody that can't even do that. Got it. Got it. Sorry. Okay. Actually, I have about that. I think we agree to disagree, but I don't really have any studies to back it up. It's just my, my go-to thought would you be think that. It, you think it weighs a lot? Yeah. You think it makes a big difference? Yeah. But maybe in just certain Why? professions. Why? <laughs> I, I just think looks are valued a lot. And your physical fitness also, I think, just in your brain somewhat translates as capability. That you might be able to handle more things because you physically can handle more things. And then there's something about just being able to look at something and not be distracted or disgusted or but like you are you want to look at that person because they look appealing that yeah but what if they can't do the job yeah maybe i'm just thinking of jobs where it's like you need to draw attention to you like i'm a teacher i have to have people want to look at me but what if you can't teach well, then, yeah, then you're just a bad teacher. But I don't know if. Well, I guess I don't know. Yeah, that's where I think this is like a old wives tale. I don't think it's the end all. I don't think it's the make or break. I don't think if like talent supersedes, but I think looks help. In what way? Like, what is it helping? I think, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Why I think that. Well, I win then. (laughs) I won. Yeah. There's obviously jobs where it matters. Like, if you're going to make money off of literally how you look, like models, actors, actresses, Mm -hmm. But even actors and actresses, they have to be able to do that. The best of the hot people. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> they have to be also be able to act. It's like yeah. models probably would act if they could act. But then they end up just being models because they can't act. Sure. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, I think that's a totally different, <laughs> two different worlds. But <laughs> it's like every basketball player would be a football uh, player if they could play football. <laughs> I'll say that was idiot. Yeah. That was an idiot statement, but I stand by it. <laughs> that is the truth in my head. <laughs> I'm going to stand by it. But like, 
if it's not your job to look a certain way, I don't think it plays that big of a role. Yeah. And that's where I kind of go like, if you think that it plays that big of a role, you're a liability now because you think you can just show up and look good and not do the freaking job. Sure. It's like all the stereotypical or like you see it in movies or TV shows or you've probably worked with people who do this of like they think they're so hot and attractive and now they suck at their fucking job. Yeah. It's like they don't work like they won't, you know, they they don't. I don't know. It's like if you're a personal trainer, it's like that is the prime example of people that just like just because they think they look good, they become a personal trainer because they think they know what they're doing. Yeah. And then they start working with people and training people and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They just look a certain way. That's like you have all the looks, but no talent or no education Mm -hmm. to do this, Mm -hmm. that you're not good at what you do and you're going to fizzle out right away. Or you work with people like in the service industry and you're like, okay, you're maybe attractive and people want to like get drinks from you or something. But then when you're just standing back there on your phone the whole time and not serving like, everyone's drinks. <laughs> yeah. The people that, you know, thought you were attractive, but now they don't, aren't getting their drinks. They're going to change their mind real quick. Sure. About sure. what's going on here. It's like, they don't care about looking at you and they're not going to come back because you're attractive. They're, you suck at your job. They don't, they don't want to come yeah. to this bar or restaurant anymore because you suck. <sighs> I just don't think it, it, I don't think it helps much. It might help to get the job. Like if, like you said, if you have the same credentials as the next person, but you're maybe more attractive. It's like what they do with presidents. Like why they talk about like Kennedy. Like he did yeah. so well because he looks that way. Well, that's not really why, but <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> did it help potentially yeah but (laughs) that's not why (laughs) but that is that is something that i do hear when talking about like the candidates is they they will point out who looks but go a certain way but go through the presidential candidates he's like an anomaly like all of the presidents that we had or candidates we have they're not attractive people but did they cho- choose the attractive, most attractive one out of all of them? No. No. Each there's, time it wasn't like, well, it's like this guy isn't great, but he's the best out of the group. <laughs> you are so funny sometimes. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> you have no idea about things sometimes. <laughs> It's like, but did they pick the most attractive one? It's like, no. You're like trying to like sneak, sneak the answer. Like, but did you think about this? It's like, well, that doesn't apply at all. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think, I think it helps to a certain degree. But then again, it's like, this isn't the thing. It's not the end all be all. Sure. And then especially when you're in the job, it's so much is dependent on can you do the job or not. If you look really great, but you can't do the job <sighs> yeah. versus the person that maybe doesn't look that great, but they, it's like what I'm doing with a, my current job at the barn. So it's like, 
one person shows up every time and does the job. Another person maybe looks like they can do stuff and is sure. willing to and able to, but then they can't. And it's the same yeah. thing that happened at at one of the last conventions. The guy talking about how he gets up at 4 a.m. to work out and do this and that, and he's all muscly and big and whatever. But then when it comes to actually doing the work that we're here for, he can't do anything. Well, I'm not saying that looks are correlated with talent. No, I know. But he's maybe getting hired because he looks buff and strong. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to be moving crates and yeah. like setting up stage and doing all this cool shit or like heavy lifting yeah. stuff. Well, this guy will be perfect for it. He's strong. He's young. Mm -hmm. And then we get down to it. And it's the old skinny rail guy that's working way harder than this guy. This guy can't do it. And he's the buff, strong one. But the yeah. skinny, not like strong one or whatever, yeah. works way harder. It's like, well, shit, we just hired this guy because of the way he looks versus this guy. And he actually, the skinny one does the job. This do you guy wonder can't if do that's more gender to gender potentially? Because I guess... Maybe that's because I'm like, why do I think this way? Cause you, because uh, have, you've been told as a woman your whole life that looks matter. They do. I will stand by that. They do. But, but they don't. This is what we're talking about. Well, they do just in general, I think. Maybe not in this specific scenario, but in general, do I think looks matter? And you should prioritize your looks a little bit? Yes. And I will but stand the, by that. But that's the key thing, a little bit. Sure, but they do matter. I, I don't know if they do. I mean, they, sure, if you suck, matter. you suck. But They matter to a certain degree, Yeah. but you've got to have everything else. Yes. To where then now looks don't matter because it's more so about the other stuff. Sure, but how many people do not get certain opportunities because they're not prioritizing their looks? It's like, who cares if you have a good personality? No one's going to want to talk to you. No one's going to want to be your friend or no one's going to whatever. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I just think like that I have heard that a lot of I know like say in studios, the the teachers that a lot of people like or a lot of like other girls like or the young girls like it's not cuz they're the best teacher, it's not cuz they're the most talented, it's typically the prettiest ones. Yeah, but that's also what that culture has been told their entire life. The dance culture is it's different its own living organism. Compared okay. to the rest of the world. I mean, it's like if you grew up being a model or like grew up being in, you know, the what's the little kid thing? The pageants. Pageants. Yeah. It's like you're told from a very young age that looks matter and that you're rewarded for your looks. Sure. So how do those girls not grow up to think that that's what it's about? And it's what you've experienced in the dance world, too. Of Like, sorry, we're just not looking for a brunette white girl. Sure. Yeah we are looking for something else that's like literally your looks matter it is the reason why you didn't get the job or did get the job or even on jobs getting put in certain areas of like the shoot or of the yeah. music video because i look this way yeah that like that's told it's like it's not because i'm better than that girl it's because i'm skinnier than that girl yeah and it didn't matter at all how you dance no like they didn't even the, see us dance yet. They're just going off of, you're hotter than that one. You go over here. <laughs> and I think this is why you think it matters so much. I think it matters. I definitely know why it matters in my work. I don't think that's normal. I don't think that's... Like, I get that that's odd or different for some 
most of other most other jobs i think yeah. just socially i think it does matter a little bit because i also think it shows what you pride yourself on or what you care about or maybe like what you're but that can be negative <laughs> that's like all of the the buff guys it's like a lot of time women don't want to be with them because they think they're selfish and assholes because they have to go to the gym for two hours every day sure and it's like those those i think those people tend to have a little bit more confidence which just naturally brings a little bit more arrogance because they kind of have their body mm -hmm. together that people don't like that yeah I means like the assholes nowadays isn't the people with money it's the people who have biceps yeah i don't yeah Maybe I'm shallow. <laughs> I just, I, I just know. correlate I how people look with maybe their personality or like how I could get along with them or like traits that they might have or personality or well, and not I think saying that I can't, like, I don't like, you know, it's like, I like all the kinds of people, but yeah. just I say you don't like ugly people. Just say no, it. it's not. Like, but you take that from a girl standpoint of people that have like the super blown out lips and plastic surgery. It's like I maybe I don't know. And like get the all the fillers versus you know working out Ugh. like maybe I don't know. I don't know if I would relate to someone like that because then maybe their their view on that. But you're putting way too much into looks. <sighs> yeah, it, that's just how they look. This is as, this to me is as crazy as like they have green eyes, so you know what they're like. No, because like, that's not chosen. That's not something that they put an effort either okay, way but towards. Any, anything facial structure. Oh, they've got a big nose. No, that's something that they were born with. Okay, so you're gonna you're really gonna judge somebody by what what they choose to cut their hair as. No. Okay. What they wear? What earrings they chose for that day? What not, nail color they chose? It, no, what not judge, judging just sounds like it's a bad thing. Am I going to maybe clock it as information about them? Yeah. But this is, you just gave an example of how Alyssa thought you were punk rock because you wore a leather jacket. And she was obviously not correct about that. No, but she's using that as data or information in that moment, and then you grow upon that data and information. That's wrong data and information. You're making assumptions about what somebody's wearing or how they're presenting themselves when that has nothing to do with who they are. It doesn't have nothing to do with who they are, but you're making assumptions. It's like, you're not punk rock. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. <laughs> I know you think you are, but... <laughs> Yeah. Cut it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Cut just, it all out. Should just end the podcast right there. Just black screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. What's what's that movie where it just like cuts? It cuts like I in don't the, know. In the, like in the middle of a scene, it just like ends. Boom. It's like The Godfather or something. Oh, I don't. I don't know. <sighs> yeah defeated 
you are defeated no i'm not defeated like i wanted it to be a discussion i definitely came in with a an an opinion on it yeah but yeah i could be wrong i also know like i think this way for a certain thing it might not be right it might not be kind it might not be socially helpful it's also kind of old school i mean it's like you look at all the shows and tv or movies or whatever even just like what i don't know like you I feel like it's common knowledge of like specifically for women, they were hired based off their looks, secretaries, mm-hmm. teachers, mm-hmm. you know, like waitresses. It's like you were hired off your looks. Do you look presentable? Right. Like that mattered a lot. You don't watch TV shows now and it's like based back in the 60s or 70s in the office and there's secretaries that don't look attractive. It's like that's just how it was. Yeah. To where right. it's old school, but I don't think that is it now. I don't think that applies now. Yeah, I mean, my brain is just wired that way still. Were you born in the 50s? It, I, yeah. My opinion is it's because you grew up in the dance world. The dance world is still that way. Yeah. So I think from... Well, I also I also got a lot of praise for how I looked and I I liked that feedback like I didn't go like oh people just say that about my looks all the time it's like yeah and I put a lot of effort into looking like this so thank you like I liked it as like you're recognizing what I put an effort in I do take a lot of time (laughs) as I'm wearing a boy t-shirt but fantasy football shirt yeah (laughs) (laughs) I put in a lot of time for how I look. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I do. I was like, I do pay attention to how I look, what what I'm wearing majority of the time, that I'm in shape, and that I don't look like I'm just flopping around. But that's <laughs> such a kid. <laughs> Kids flop around so much. Yeah. But I get that that's not maybe everybody and that's not needed. It's just my my choice to do that. Or that makes me feel like I'm Well, and it's like, I, I feel think better it's about it. Kind of the obvious thing too of like you shouldn't be trying to look a certain way because you want other people to think of you as I don't know. Uh, think of you as a certain thing. You should be doing it for your own yeah because i feel like i'm presenting the best version of me then right right that's why you should get healthy because it actually benefits you why to like shower and look presentable Mm -hmm. to go do stuff or whatever because i think most people agree when they do that they feel better Mm -hmm. um because they're yeah they're kind of putting their best foot forward out into the world rather than like yeah sloppy or whatever you said floppy yeah But yeah, I think it should be more about that. Not like you're going to get a job and people are going to respect you more. It's like, I don't think that's true. People are going to look at you more. It's like, well, why does that even matter? Sure. That has no currency. Yeah. Well, it's Unless like you literally said. literally your job is. Well, yeah. It's like you said, like my, you. in a lot of things in my life, that does matter people looking at me 
Well, not currently. Um, I mean, eh, kind yeah, of a little bit, but I don't think as much as you think it does. <laughs> no, may, no, probably not. It's like if I'm bad at my job, I'm bad at my job. But I also think it helps when I look a certain way or dress a certain way, present myself in a certain way. I think it, it's all like a package deal. <laughs> I think you gotta. I think you gotta think about it for yourself. Not to just like get attention. Uh, no, not it's no, it's not the attention thing. It's if someone is going to look at me, I want to represent myself in this way, not that way. Yeah, and I wasn't saying like to you. I was just saying in general. Oh, okay. I think doing it for doing it for your own benefits and your own like kind of respect for yourself, if that even means anything to you. It's like I don't think me being. Like if I'm going to go work out or go for a walk or something, like I don't need to be freshly showered with like a really great outfit on. No. Yeah. It's like I'm going for a walk or going to the gym. I don't, it doesn't matter about that. But if I'm going to go to work, like I, yeah, I'm going to, or I'm going to do this. Like mm -hmm. I'm not going to show up with bedhead and greasy face yeah. and, you know, greasy hair and everything. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Stuff like that where it's like, oh, this is so how my brain is wired, but it's not like, it's like, oh, everybody doesn't think this way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like There's those. Like a, there is almost like a, a southernness about it. It's like, yeah. it's very old school thinking. It's also current based off of like the world I grew up in but yeah because like even outside of work like our relationship isn't just built on that obviously like I think if I got you know looked a certain way or if I got out of shape like if I gained a lot of weight or something I I think we would obviously would still love each other and we'd still stay together but I would not want to represent myself in that way for you like I would want to try to keep up how I look you know Why what not I'm for saying yourself, though. well it's always for myself but it's like oh okay it, so it's, it's always for you but also because you want to you do want other people to it's like I want you to be with someone that looks as, like looks like they take care of themselves and prioritize their health and prioritize, you know, you know, and I think a lot of people would think that's bad, but I don't, I really don't. I, I think it, as long as you're doing it for yourself first. Sure. I, I think it's also, I, I think it can also be okay to then want to, I don't know, like want to l look a certain way or whatever for, want to look and feel healthy for the person that you're with too. Yeah. It's kind of that silly thing. I feel like you hear this most of the time with guys doing this, but like, like, Oh, well I already, I got someone. So like, I don't need to try anymore. The it's like, why would out. you stop trying? Don't you yeah. want to keep being? Well, and that's where I'm like, that's where I think it needs to be for yourself first, because well, you should be want you should want to be healthy, <laughs> healthy for yourself, yourself. Right. to begin with. And right. then, like that's where I think it, it's okay then to also want to 
be, be that for the person that you're with too. Yeah. But I think you should be that for yourself first. Like that should be the first priority. Yeah. If you're just doing it for other people, I think that's a, like, that's a short match that's going to burn out right away. Yeah. And you're going to be like, why am I doing this for other people? Yeah. It's like, yeah, why are you? That's yeah. crazy. You got to be able to do it for yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. Those things are interesting of like you, you think about things in a certain way and then you have conversations about it with other people and then you're like, do I think weirdly about this or I'm not seeing like everybody I talk to about this doesn't see it the same way. Yeah. So what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot with these kinds of things. Maybe it's just because it, because of it being very old school too. And now it's like, Oh, well is that, you know, pressing women down because we are focusing on looks like it's almost like, that is just like that whole spectrum is negative mm -hmm. nowadays. But it's like, yeah, but there's also some good things about it. Yeah, there is. Well, and it's like everything. There should be a balance. Yeah. It's like back in the day, they shouldn't have hired just off of looks. Right. And now today, you shouldn't just hire, you know. It's off kind of, of looks. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of doing the same thing where it's like, looks don't matter at all and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, but why are we losing customers now? It's like, well, because you've got a bunch of like greasy boys being your waiters that don't shower and don't yeah. like keep up grooming and stuff and they smell. It's like, yeah. no wonder nobody wants to come here. Yeah. Yeah. It's the balance. It's always, it's always somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, cut all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's funny is you have to edit it. So you're going to go back and watch how wrong you are. <laughs> I don't think I'm still going to agree with myself. It's not that I'm seeing it's wrong. It's I'm going to see people are not going to like me saying this or like I'm going to sound oh, yeah. like. a. Yeah, I think you never know, though. I mean. We've talked about that too, of like the things that we, we're putting ourselves open to criticism. That's yeah. what this is. Yeah. Thank God we don't have people, like a lot of people watching and people commenting. Cause could you imagine me saying this? Well, now they're going to start. It would just be a slew of like, you're, well, you're ugly. So like, <laughs> like it would just be <laughs> just like pointing out how ugly I am. It's actually just me making so many fake <laughs> accounts. <laughs> I'm going to start making fake accounts. You think you could even pull off blonde hair? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that'd be so funny. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Is what it is. Is what it is. All right. Got any more brain busters? The last thing that I was going to bring up, and I died... Let's get into it. Let's get. Okay, let's bring on the hate. Let's just make it seem like I'm the <laughs> the biggest piece of shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just go deeper. This is what I love. It's like everybody's like, oh, she's so nice and so wonderful. I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know into the deep abyss what's lying down there. Okay, and this isn't along the same lines. It's not for the same reasons. 
but people are going to not go. like this. Here we go. So we were talking about how, like, if there's ever going to become a time where we're not into fitness, we're not into working out, we're not into eating a certain way, and, like, you know, how I think, well, we both think it's so important for our kids to be active and, you know, and all of that. And to see us active and healthy. Yeah. But kind of like, you know, would that stay that way or, you know, whatever. So I just have a list of notes that I bring up or I have so that we can bring it up on the podcast. This is quote by me. This is exactly the word I chose. I said, it's irresponsible to not prioritize fitness with kids. I think it's not only do I think, does it matter? I now am believing that it's irresponsible as parents if we don't do that. Yeah, I agree. Next. <laughs> okay, good. I'm happy that you agree with it. I, think, I agree. To me, where, where the, when I was thinking about I was walking on the treadmill and thinking about this. The reason why I chose like irresponsible, like you're actually being, I think like you might even be being a bad parent if you don't, is, or for me, I would feel like I'm being a bad parent, is for how much we know about fitness and our health and the understanding of what it does to our bodies it's like we'd be setting up our kids backwards or not giving them the full benefit that we could be giving them with what we do know about it and then to just choose to not care about it or choose to be lazy with it or to choose like to not find a healthy way to bring it into their life that is just so like you're not trying then are you talking for just us specifically or for everybody us us specifically okay. do i think for others should we especially nowadays with how obese kids are do i think we should all be focusing on this yes do i think it's as harsh as i'm making it for everybody no but i mean i can I think, like you said, like how much we know about that for kids, I think that's also where you, you have to have perspective of this is also what we're super interested in that like we know, mm-hmm. but the general population probably doesn't, doesn't know. know, doesn't care about it, doesn't think about it. I mean, it's still a very small, small, small part of the population that listens to podcasts or like does any sort of like reading books or anything like any sort of trying to educate themselves and then now you take the people that listen to like health ones yeah it's like there's people that listen to podcasts but it's only like you know murder mystery things or whatever you know it's like yeah there's such a small segment of people that even pay attention to health at all yeah that's like they don't know all of that stuff but I think this is where I get harsh is it's like, it's also common sense. You know that activity is good for you and your kids. And that's where I think like it, yeah, it's irresponsible. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter if you have an education of it or not. Yeah. You know, common sense wise, it would be better if my kid was outside and active and doing things and playing and in sports or extracurricular activities that has them have some level of activity and fitness Mm -hmm. and stuff. Just like, you know, it's better to have them eat 
you know, eggs and whatever, whole natural foods for their meals rather than Oreos and Pop-Tarts and whatever. So that like the health thing to me is not a big question mark. It's like, yeah, it's irresponsible. Whether you should put your kids into public school or homeschool or anywhere in between that, that I think can be more up to debate. And oh, there's yeah. no like irresponsible type thing in that. No. But when we're talking about health, it's like, that's yeah, just it's, a preference. It's that's pretty, not, it's pretty cut and dry. Like you should be putting effort into your kids being healthy and active. That's yeah. it. Like, I, I just don't think there's a debate. I don't think there's a debate there like that. Well, it's actually better that they're not like, no, there's just no, there's no way to go about it. I can understand it's maybe difficult. It's not convenient. It's yeah. expensive. It's, you know, scheduling doesn't work well with it or whatever. I can understand those things, but I can't understand like, yeah, it's just not like, doesn't matter. It's like, well, no, it definitely matters. Yeah. Like it's their life and health. What did it affect? I mean, it affects their brain. It affects how they're growing. It affects how yeah. like the same way that it affects us, like literally how your organs <laughs> yeah. are functioning and growing and their development is affected by it. Yeah. It's like, it's the same thing with kids. And that's why I said irresponsible, especially for us, because like if the reason that we don't prioritize it and don't make it a point to make it happen in some way that is still healthy for their happiness, like just because it gets difficult, it's like we know too much for how much it affects them to not prioritize it. Yeah, totally. Well, and there's, there's a line too, or there's a, there's too much of the kids in 14 different sports at the same time and drained and dragging and can't do anything else. Like that's also not healthy, mm -hmm. but like there's gotta be something. There's gotta be some yeah. or a good amount. And it's like, it's beneficial on all, all fronts. It's beneficial for the kid, beneficial for the parents because now the kid is being fulfilled and even just like using some of, that energy supply so then they sleep better at night and then they're getting fueled by healthy food and they can do more of that and they just continue to thrive in all of those different areas it's like they're they're like fulfilled as a person then with yeah. doing all of that well, it's I, like the whole child method like that? like you're not just catering to having them have fun all the time you're not just catering to education so like you're trying to make them smart you're not just catering to their social abilities it's like it's a whole person so it's a whole child like their health matters their physical health matters their mental health oh matters God, their advice for adults it, it is it is like, but it's like they're even like their education and like trying to fill as many holes as you can so that they become as close pedophile. to a well what pedophile as close to a well-rounded person as they develop and it's like you know i guess that that concept especially with education is like understanding their brain development so you're you're 
teaching them in a way that's developing their brain and not just giving them information, the physical ability, like you're, you're working with developing their motor skills more efficiently at each age and then blah, blah, blah. But it's like how many adults struggle with their health as they get older. And it's like, okay, well, we don't. That's never something that we've struggled with. It was also a high priority when we were kids. So I think that's a huge benefit. If you can have them learn what a life with having health and fitness being a part of that, then they just don't have that struggle as an adult. It's just like mm-hmm. kind of, yeah, this is just what we Regular. do. Yeah. yeah. It's like that is a that is such a a portion or a stress for a lot of adults that like again how it just how i talk about it affecting the kids it's the same thing of it affects your relationships it affects your trust in yourself your self-esteem it affects maybe what jobs that you go after because of what you can physically handle or what like well and i think it's it's crazy in this time of the depression and anxiety stuff that like we are more unhealthy and more sedentary than we've ever been. How do you not, it's like, how do you not draw some sort of conclusion or like, look at this? It's like, we're the most unhealthy and the most sedentary we've ever been. Yeah. We eat the worst. We have the worst activity and we're also the most depressed and most anxious we've ever been. It's like, sure. It's maybe not the end all be all, but, that's a pretty easy place to start. It's like, just go be active Mm -hmm. and start eating better. Mm -hmm. And then, then you take it to kids and it's like, they're, you know, ADHD and kids are more depressed now and kids are more anxious now and scared of things. And it's like, yeah, because you're feeding them crap and then you're making them sit in a chair for eight hours a day. And then when they get home, the parents don't let them go do anything either. Yeah. It's like, oh, just go. Here's an iPad. Go like play on the iPad. It's like, and you wonder why your kid has attitude issues. Yeah. Like what? I just, I, I don't know. It To me, it seems so obvious. And that might not be the full answer, but it's like, it's so, it, to me, it seems so obvious. Well, it's like, I think be it's, active. I think it's the. To me, the the being active and eating somewhat healthy is like the multivitamin to life. Like it affects so many things. And then for kids where it, that might be the easiest thing for them to, to yeah, it's like, oh, I want my kids to be readers. Like it might be harder for them to like, can you just sit down and read a book? First, like, go outside and do 50 cartwheels or go outside, like, you know, like. We have a harder time getting the kids to sit down and chill for a second than we do, like. Okay, constant. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to get them to just continue to do stuff all Mm -hmm. the time. And it's Mm -hmm. hard to get them to sit and not do anything or sit still. Yeah. It's like, we'll be doing something and like, there's a rest period and I'm like go do like go to down to the wall do a cartwheels down to the wall and cartwheels back <laughs> it's like just go do something mm-hmm. so that we don't have to deal with like attitude issue of you just sitting here yeah and, not, and it's weird because when they come back they're ready to go to do the next thing 
if I just have them sit there and do nothing for a minute, two minutes, they don't want to do the next thing. Yeah. It's like the immediate body motion doesn't say the motion. Yeah. Body motion. Like, well, I'd rather just sit here. Body at rest stays at rest. It's, it's like the perfect, like immediate result of that. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's where I'm just like, it's crazy to me that, I don't know that like, we hear it so much on people on podcasts and whatever of, I don't know, and talking to other people that they're like, yeah, I've had my, you know, anxiety and depression, or I get anxious about this, or I'm depressed about this or whatever. And whether you already know, or you ask and you're like, well, what's your diet and exercise stuff like? And it's like, that's like a crazy, why would you even bring that up? Like that has nothing to do with why I'm depressed. And that's like, okay i 100 percent disagree yeah so i don't know what to i don't know where we go from here now like if you don't if you don't see it that way and i can't see it the way that you are it's like i don't know where to go my my advice to it would be eat healthy foods and be more active yeah and see where your depression goes see where your anxiety goes it's like i don't know I don't even need to refer to studies or look them up for me to figure that out. It's like, just look at the general data that's out there. Yeah. We're the most sedentary and we eat the worst and we have the most anxiety and depression of like any generation. Yeah. It's like, and in this country. Yeah. And it's like, so. You don't think that correlates? <laughs> I, I'm, I just like, I don't even know how to like not be such a prick about it because i'm like well it's right there in front of you and that's why i say like i bring it up with the kids stuff is it's such a struggle for adults so it's like why not create that behavior when they're they're seeking it out like they're wanting it that's like natural for their development to want to do that so you know it's like the the kids that we teach they're like the family that we always talk about that we just we love they like we're going into Christmas break and whatever. It's like they want Cheney to write them workouts so that they have something to do. And like that is fun for them. It's not coming from a, well, we got to stay active or we yeah, got to like, stay fit. It's like they want something, they want something to, to do, do yeah. that's physically engaging and maybe new exercises that they get to do and practice with each other. It's like, and also the, the family building that they get to do because they all get to do this activity together and, whatever it's like and that's ages four to eight it's like you're not forcing them to do that they're asking about it they're wanting it they're seeking it out if you can keep instilling that in them like they're gonna have no problems as adults right i think the problem is most adults don't have that themselves so now to try to instill it into their kids is difficult because they're not even yes the walking image of it kind of thing and that's why i've been doing it yep that and and just in general it's like well we make it a priority because that's also what we do and we like to do or we think is important you take somebody who doesn't think it's important they're probably not going to have their kids be active either then so it's just like this trickle down effect right what are you trickling down from somebody who's active they're probably going to have their kids be active somebody who's not active they're probably not going to be worried about their kids being active Mm -hmm. so i don't know it's hard because you have to try to convince the people who aren't active to be active and then raise their kids that way too. 
So it's like people who are already active are already going to be doing that most likely. Sure. It's like yeah. you're, you're. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I say it's irresponsible for us because <laughs> like we yeah. have no excuse. Yeah. Well, and I I think it's irresponsible for anybody, not even just us. Yeah. Because I just I don't know I have a strong belief about it mm-hmm. and I like I said I just don't how are you going to how are you going to be, to debate to me that like eating like an asshole and not exercising is totally fine it actually doesn't yeah. matter it's like there's first there's way too many studies to prove that that's not true like it definitely does matter mm-hmm. that was one thing that uh max lugavir on chris williamson's podcast was talking about just like simply being active reduced alzheimer's and dementia by like 20 oh, percent yeah yeah. It's like, and we want to talk about how it's not important or like it doesn't matter or whatever. It's like, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, there was something else, I think on that episode two, where they talked about like, if you're, if you're resistance training, I think it was like one or two days a week. It increased your lifespan by like 50% or like it decreased your chance of getting cancer or something. Yeah. I think it was something like if you have, I think it was like two minutes of activity a day, reduced your risk of cancer by like 20%. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that was obviously people who are probably extremely sedentary or just like, even just simply like if you're the person who is working out or is having two minutes of activity a day versus the person who's having zero has a 20% less chance of you know, having cancer and sure. Whatever. So if you think of like now, if you actually put effort into being active, right. How, reducing how, risk of cancer by who knows how much just showing the, the, the depth of value that it has. Yeah. And that's the, that, that truth goes through basically every <laughs> disease and issue that we have mm-hmm. is it's like, well, if you're not active, getting active is going to significantly help your cause of not getting these diseases and these problems. But we don't want to, we don't want to do that with depression, anxiety that has nothing to do with it. That's your right. brain. It, does, it has nothing to do with it. Activity has nothing to do with your brain. It's like, Oh, go screw yourself. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid to act like activity doesn't affect your brain to act like food doesn't affect your uh-huh. brain. It's like, it drives me crazy. Yeah. Just got to keep spreading the positive <laughs> word. <laughs> You're like, just got to keep being positive. As I'm like, go screw yourself. <laughs> what well, it is like, it's, it's like, no, don't preach about what you care about. But it's like the only way to fight the bad information is just to put more information, more good information. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, it's like the whole thing, like somebody has to say it or somebody has to talk about it. And in ways that, you know, that you can like help people, support people, celebrate when they are. It's like when the kids ask about the workouts, like, yeah, that's so awesome that you guys want that. Like, that's cool. Not just like, you know, brushing it off. It's like, yeah, celebrate that those kids want to do that or when they are doing good in class or when someone that, you know, is 
sticking to their workout plan or their diet that they're going yeah. on like being encouraging and supportive of that yeah yeah because that can go a long way yeah okay all right see you next week <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,